Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. This is CJ, and you're listening to the Angel Connection on Friday, February 3rd. I want to welcome you all to an interesting edition of my show, at least, where we've decided to have a little fun tonight, which is probably good, because I think uh, I was definitely moving in this week going, oh, I can't wait for Friday. It was kind of intense. But Kate Reiser will join us on the show to interview me, so I get to take a little bit of a back seat. So I thought it would be an interesting experiment to try here. And I figure a little fun might be all we need because, I, like I said before, I don't know if everyone out there listening had the same kind of week, but it was just very, very intense. And so I was really looking forward to Friday. And not just because it's the weekend, you know, where we all go, hooray, TGIF, but because I knew I'd get to spend my time with all of you. And, yeah, I have to say since I began this show, this show is just about the most perfect way to conclude my week. So I appreciate everyone's interest in the show and listening. This week's inspiring news is a great story about 10 unlikely Good Samaritans and the weekly angel messages about accepting our emotions. So that's very interesting. After Kate's interview, you can call in and ask me a question. So if there's anything you want to know about me based on Kate's interview or other questions or maybe you just always want to call into the show, the call-in number is 1-877-296-0345. And due to the number of callers I usually get, I'm very sorry if we can't get to everyone. So as I do every week, I search for an inspiring story, as you all know. And this one's very interesting. And, yes, I mentioned ten, right, ten good Samaritans. So usually we're talking about one person. So here's a whole group of people. And apparently they were out on a weekend and they were uh, partying up and they all decide after partying that they want to go to this cafe. Okay, so the ten of them load up in this truck, I guess, to go off and and get some food at an all-night cafe that they enjoyed so they're going through a residential neighborhood and as they come around the corner it's like two between two and three a.m and they see this house and the porch literally just going up in flames very quickly very quickly and so these these kids jump out of this they jump out of this trucks one of them grabs a, a hose in the dark and turns it on, starts putting the fire out. Another gal breaks the window, reaches in, tells this guy, hey, you need to get your family out of the house. It's going up. And so here's these – I mean, his house was just surrounded by all these people. And so by the time the guy actually gets everybody out of the house and all of this, this group of kids says, we called the fire department, and he went back inside, comes back out, and they're all gone. So this man – is actually his house is a very old house and in this particular community fires are always devastating but i mean these houses just go up like kindling and so you can imagine two or three in the morning if his porch was engulfed you know he would have woke up or maybe you know bad things might have happened to him and his family but he turns around and can't find any of these people who who saved him and his family and his house so he goes out and puts a sign the next day and says, thank you to all the good Samaritans who saved my home. You know who you are. And I guess it picked up some media attention. So he eventually got to meet all of these, um, 
all of these people who saved his house, but I thought how neat it was. And all of the kids said, you know, that they really felt like, you know, they were going a little bit different out of their way and they were going to this place and that it must be divine intervention that they were right where they needed to be. So I thought that was a really cool story. So I think most people would have dialed 911 and, you know, by the time they got there, the house probably would have been been gone. So good job, guys. I just I just love it when people are there for people in need or just happen to be in the right place at the right time. So So this week's angel message is a very important one. I don't know about anybody else, but last week's actually hit home with me personally as I was going through my week about our expectations. So here's here's this week's angel message. Dear ones, the energy of your life this week will be more intense as new divine vibrations align in the human world. Shifts like this can sometimes exaggerate or amplify your emotional states. It's good to be aware this week that you may experience feelings much stronger than your usual responses. All spectrums of your feelings may be affected, whether it's what you might consider a positive feeling like love, joy, or happiness, or even negative ones such as fear or anger. It's a good time to realize now that all emotions that are experienced are just a type of energy that is expressed from the body. The appearance of these opposite type emotions is really an illusion. We know it is quite common to judge or categorize your emotional experiences in this dualistic way. Doing this often may lead to self-rejection. You can judge yourself for having these feelings in the first place, especially if they seem out of place given whatever is going on at the moment they occur. You need not judge your emotions or yourself for having them. They are a part of you and it is normal to experience them. There is a lot of emotional suppression in your world right now that can cause so much undue suffering. Accept your emotions as they arise this week. Let them arise and flow out without pushing them away or telling yourself you shouldn't feel that way. How often do you tell yourself that your feelings are misplaced or incorrect or wrong? If that's your tendency, then it will be important for you to begin working through your self-judgment in this area. Your human body is a vessel that can only contain a finite amount of energy. Your emotions are your body's way of releasing these excess energies. Many diseases are substantially created from the depth of emotional expression that happens over a period of years. It is okay, divine ones. Do not be afraid of your emotions, for they give you amazing clues about your subconscious. If you allow yourself to feel how you feel and release them, you can learn so much about yourself in the process. But remember most of all this week that you're on a significant journey now into self-realization. Embrace each experience and accept the opportunities to let go of those things that you've just carried for far too long. Give yourself permission to allow, release, and heal this week. As always, we are with you as your guides and are here to lovingly assist your processes of healing and growth. Until next week, dear ones, we are the Seraphim. So that is actually a lot to to chew on this week, or at least maybe not chew on those emotions as they come up, but just let them, let them flow and just be. So as I, and I know she's probably anxious to go in here and ask these questions, um, I would like to um, welcome Kate to my show. Well, hello. I'm, uh, I'm, well, wow, what a great message that was from the Seraphim. Um, really thank you. to me. And also thank you, CJ, for the opportunity to share your personal story and your, and your personal journey with the listeners tonight. Oh, thank you so much, Kate. So I'm going to take the back seat now. You're on. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, CJ, what do you consider your mission for this lifetime? 
Wow, that's a big first question, huh? <laughs> you know, no, I'm just giving you a hard time, you know. <laughs> I can take it. All right, cool. Um, you know, I really look, you know, we all have mission, we all have purpose, but, you know, for me, I really believe that the the, the gifts that I've worked with my whole life or, um, you know, my mission is really to help empower people to really see their divine nature, whether it be connecting them with their angels, whether it be things that I teach or, or sessions that I do. Um, you know, so it really the whole the whole mission for me is about empowerment. It's about being able to mirror to people their excellent qualities that sometimes they just can't see for whatever reason, whether it be traumatic or or that. And and the other thing that I love about my mission is that I grow so much in that experience too. So I, I consider myself very lucky actually because I really do receive as much as I give. But to me, it's about becoming the authentic self, seeing our divine nature, and expressing that in our life. Wow. Well, that's um, that's an amazing mission. That's an amazing mission, and I know that we all appreciate the information that you're sharing with all of us. So let me ask you a question about the angel message for the week. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have a specific group of angels, and, and what is your process for coming up with that every week? And the messages are amazing. <laughs> Thank you again. Um, you know, it actually is a process, and I don't know from week to week what that message will be. And it's interesting because about Wednesday every week, and, and, and you mentioned about my angels, I actually have a group of 13 angels that I've worked with for many years now, but there's primarily one that that, that speaks for all of them. And her name is Uliana. I call her Uli for short. And so, you know, about Wednesday... It's weird. It just like I said, it was weird, but it, it's neat because it just pops in my head. Uh, just a few, um, you know, just a few little tidbits, or it's like seeing these. Uh, they'll kind of tell me what the core issue that they're going to address is, and then at some point, it just sort of is there, and I will sit down. And one of my friends was remarking, you know, it's like you're already done with that. You know, it just really just when it's right, it just flows, and so. That is actually, a, you know, because when I first started doing, decided to do the show, they really did want to, my angels wanted to be involved, and they wanted to be able to help people in real time. So that's why there's a weekly message. It just gives you things to be mindful of and for the week. And as I mentioned earlier, this last week, I, I felt like I was challenged on my, de- you know, disappointment or my expectations, were, you know, get in the way or things like mm-hmm. that. So I don't, I, you know, for me personally, the angel message, even I'm the one that's kind of bringing it in every week, it's, it is uh, really a great tool for myself as well. <laughs> so, Well, thank you for explaining kind of how that all happens because I'm sure many of them, besides myself, many of your listeners besides me are kind of wondering, where do you get all that information? Where does that come from? So thanks for sharing that. I also hear a rumor that you are finishing a semi-autobiographical novel about an angel that incarnates on Earth. Can you share some information on the story and, um, you know, for those of us that are really nosy like me, what percentage is actually true? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, you know, Angel Incarnate is a project. Um, it is a book. It's about the central story is about a woman who is actually the first angel born into the human world, takes a body and becomes human. 
of course, like we all do when we come into our body, we, we kind of get amnesia, right? We forget who we are. And mm-hmm. so she go, the reader really goes through the process of her discovering that she's actually the, you know, all the fears she goes through and all of this, like I really can't be that kind of, you know, that's not me. I can't possibly be that, you know. And, and she, you go through this whole experience of the fears that come up with her. It's a very action-packed story as well. Uh, the feedback I've had so far on the manuscript is that everybody's reading it in like two days. It's a 700-page novel. Wow. And so um, it is actually part of a larger series um, of four books eventually. And so they're, they're all angel incarnate books, but the first one's called One Birth, which, of course, is about the central character, Catherine. And um, so it's, it's neat because it's, like it's got a lot of, of course, supernatural things in it, action. It's sort of this epic good against evil and, you know, all of these things. So um, I'm just very excited because it's really um, – this is actually the book in the series that I was told by the angels over 13 years ago that I would be writing. And I actually worked on this one novel for 13 years, so I'm excited that it's going to be out um, hopefully in April of this year. And um, already, once we get get this all wrapped up, I'll be working on the second book, which is called Two Worlds. And so, and I'm just I'm thrilled about it. Well, obviously, there's you're uh, super busy. I mean, consider that it took you 13 years to write the first one. I mean, how many people can really stick to anything that long? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. So, I mean, I'm I'm sure we're all very excited for when it's going to be coming out. And so what do you think, um, sort of moving in that direction, what do you think or what do you hope that your readers will take away from reading your book? You know, that's a great question because I think in a book of this type, because, you know, it is a – fictional novel it's in that format it's kind of like it's got good historical stuff if you like dan brown novels that read real quick except it's not real belabored with with the historical um i always tell people it's kind of like dan brown meets twilight only angels instead of vampires kind of thing so i I don't know how to describe the uh the the book you know itself but really what the entire book is really it's meant to entertain of course but the story really is essentially about the discovery of the divine part of ourselves, the part of us that is God. And so I hope the readers are inspired to maybe even look at themselves and go, well, maybe I could be much more than I thought I was. And so it's really a story for everybody, men, women, all across all religions. You know, So it's a, it's a book, I think, that and hope that, you know, really awakens people, you know, to see to see those exciting things that I see, you know, in, in everybody all the time. Well, what an inspirational theme for all of us, and I'm sure that everybody's excited about, you know, could you please hurry up and have it available <laughs> next week? Uh, yeah, you know, I had somebody, I had some test readers with the raw manuscript just to get make sure I'd, hit everything I wanted to hit and they're like you really haven't started the second one and I'm like okay I'm 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 going I'm going you know <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting because it's coming in much faster I think the first book honestly you know you have a bunch of angels show up and say you're going to write this book this is what it's called this is what it's about and and it took me a really I did have to stick with it because I had to deal with my own fears about even writing the book or you know 
actually completing it. You know, the, we all have our blocks, and I and I really did, and I think I had to really grow into this first one. But I promise that nobody has to wait 13 years in between the novels. Okay. So. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> well, so will we be able to get it on Amazon, or where will we be able to get it when it comes out? Um, uh, through all your online uh, booksellers, there'll be a Kindle version as well, and then perfect. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. So, CJ, do you have any final thoughts to share with uh, your listeners tonight? Oh, you're going to let me off the hook that quick? <laughs> I just use well, I know you have a lot that you want to get to, and I know you want to take some callers, too. So. Yeah, well, I know that we do have a caller uh, here, so we can do that. You know, um, I just, I'm just delighted, I think. You almost got me speechless here, um, which is unusual. You know, my nickname <laughs> when I was a kid was Gabby. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm happy, you know, I'm probably the happiest I've ever been in my life. And um, I'm just very grateful that I get the opportunity um, to not only, you know, like share my work, but just to, to share some time on a Friday night, you know, to, to be able to connect with, with people to do what I love to do, you know, and, and so I'm just thrilled that you wanted to even come on this show and interview me, you know, in in the first place. And, and I think that there are a lot of, you know, there's a lot going on in our world right now, and I think people need to understand that even in the midst of all that chaos, all of those things that look like they're going wrong and, you know, all of these things, that there really is tremendous hope in fact i'm so hopeful you know for for everything moving forward for us as human beings you know on the planet and i and i think that we will see um you know some tremendous changes but very positive ones over the next couple of years i'm told by my little angel friends so you know i think there's a lot to be excited about and there's a lot to embrace as we move forward you know because we are evolving as people we're learning about ourselves. We're becoming more self-aware. We realize that we're not just sort of this flat, you know, human, you know, mundane. You know, there's not we're we're not just these, you know, 3D objects. You know, we have much more dimension to us. And I've been really watching this awakening occur now for over a decade, and. Just to see where even, you know, if I look back, and I'm not that old, but I feel like now I've been kind of in, in the midst of all this for, for long enough that I can that I can speak to the fact that, you know, where we were 10 years ago in consciousness and awareness um, in our divine nature, you know, is, is really light years, you know, ahead of, of now or, you know, from where we were before, so... I don't know. I'm just a I'm just a cheerleader of people. <laughs> I think we're. I think that even if it looks like life's real messy, that it's actually much more divine than you think. And so I'm always looking to uncover those little tidbits <laughs> in my own life. So. Well, I love your show, and I tune in every single week. And I just wanted to personally thank you for the great angel teachings and your messages of hope and empowerment for all of us. And um, I hope that everybody will continue to spread the word about your wonderful show so that more people can can get the inspiration that I have felt every week. So thank you personally for, you know, everything that you're doing. Oh, well, all right, you're making me speechless again, Kate, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, thank you well, for sharing your story. I really, I'm sure we all appreciate your willingness to just kind of, you know, be so authentic and and to be here to to help and support all of us in our growth. Well, and I didn't answer one of your questions, and it was actually deliberately <laughs> before we go because I, I know we don't have we have one one caller in the queue, so. Um, but that was about, you know, people have asked me that question, you know, how much of, of Angel Incarnate is actually based on my life. So um, I get that a lot, and I tell people to read the book when it comes out and, and, and decide for themselves. But there are uh, many elements, even though it is em- embellished a great deal, there are many elements um, from my own experiences interwoven in the book. So. I think that's probably also why it took me so long to finish it. Wow. Well, tomorrow will be out tomorrow? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but soon, but soon. Okay. And if people are interested in getting updates about that, if they just go to my site and sign up for my newsletter, that's probably where I'll start sending announcements here in another month as we get closer. So. Well, thank you, CJ. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening, Kate. I will. I will. Thank this you has been much. a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, it has. Take care of yourself. I will. You too, dear. Okay. Bye. Bye. That was Kate sharing some questions. Kind of fun. You know, we don't have to always flow the same way we do every week, do we? So, But, yes, I do have a book coming out. I'm excited about it. Excited about this show. Excited about delivering the angel message. And it looks like I've got a caller, so I'm going to go ahead and take a call from Melanie. Welcome to the Angel Connection, Melanie. Hi, CJ. How nice that was to learn about the book. I'm quite excited and can very well relate to the book. I'm so looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, me too. I'm just glad. I, You know, when I finally got it done, it was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, it's it's. It's actually got a beginning and a middle, and an end. I was thrilled. <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, for sticking with it, like she said. That is awesome that you didn't give up on that. Yeah. Um, well, what can I do? Well, I tell you what, it's interesting because well, I was going to ask you about self-sabotage, which I think maybe kind of flows into what I began started thinking about as I was listening to you talk. Um, because I came in knowing who I was, and without a veil, however you want to put it, knowing where Mm -hmm. I was from and knowing a lot of things about me. I had a lot of frustration in my life because I expected to be able to do things that you can't do in this dimension. And still to this day, I will start to do things that you can't do in this dimension and get frustrated because they don't work. But I'm wondering, I'm trying to figure out because of that, if that is what manifests as a form of ADD for me or if I really have ADD, who knows, but... um, Lately, it's been like on steroids. And as I look at my life, it's like when I come, when I went to call you tonight, I must have a zillion questions. Can't think of one question. When the opportunity is in front of me that I desired, oftentimes I will blow it because then I forget why I wanted it or what I was supposed to do or something will come up to distract me and I will go over here and blow this opportunity or forget to make a phone call or this or that. So it's a very curious thing, and I don't know if it's because I'm very ungrounded and all that other good stuff, or it, sometimes it feels like there's actually something more going on than, than just on my own personal self-sabotage. It's almost as if there's something else there kind of trying to keep me off my path 
and scrambling around in this chaos. And so if all of that made any sense, I'd love to hear what you and the angels have to say about that. Um, Actually, it it does, Melanie, and I think for you, with the amount of information that, that because you are so wide open, you know, the amount of information that you're trying to integrate into some kind of picture um, is is pretty intense. And I would imagine with the energies right now in flux that that can just sort of scatter you to the four winds. In fact, I I find it very challenging. And, And I do sometimes have... Uh, uh, myself, you know, a hard time tracking things at times. It's definitely, you know, a lack of of groundedness. But I also wonder, are you, have you been, do you take any, uh, like, B vitamins, things that would help support your neuro, neurotransmitters and things like that? Oh, my God, I take a gazillion things. I mean, yeah. just like, okay. yeah, oh, okay. stuff my face full of stuff every day. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so... So you're trying to integrate a lot of a lot of things. So so grounding is your, I think, really is one of your greatest issues. The other thing that I see, and this is some, uh, this is maybe what you are feeling like that there's something there that's that's kind of trying to get in the way or, or all of this. I do see uh, a trauma, a past life trauma and some trauma actually kind of coming into the experience of being human. We don't often realize that when we come into human body, there can be actually traumatic things that happen just trying to get into our bodies. Yeah. And so for you, there is a little bit of a, a disconnect from bringing you kind of into that whole presence, you know, where you don't feel like you're kind of everywhere. All at the same time. So um, there are some suggestions that I can give, you know, for that, um, that I may want to do via email or maybe we can have an exchange on that because there are some things um, that that I'd like to uh, recommend to you. What we've been seeing and what I've seen in a lot of client sessions, especially with people who are extremely empathic like you. Yes. Um, and with these new frequencies, you know, the angel message this week was about, you know, more divine energy coming in and all of that. Through our experiences, whether it be a birth or through traumatic things that happen to us, sometimes parts of our energy get disconnected or kind of shattered off. And so um, I have... I have been seeing that a lot with people that suddenly it kind of gets to this point of you know, push comes to shove where they really need those parts back. Those And they're just small fragments of who we are that get kind of locked away. And so I, I'm glad you called because I think that, that through some of the suggestions that I have to kind of heal that will really allow you to become more integrated. Because so I see this very powerful presence and then I see um, – and, you know, the powerful presence in you, but then I see you kind of, like you said, do I have ADHD? You know, I kind of see your energy also very non-coherent, you know, kind of all over the, the place. So, yeah. So I think when you try to ground, because part of whatever, um, and I, like I said, I think this is something kind of broke off when you were coming into this life, um, has, is connected very strongly with, like, the root chakra and so forth, those things that give you give you that grounding. So you're taking all the supplements, you're taking all these things, but because there's this energetic 
uh, type of, you know, division. I hope I'm making sense. It gets kind of broke off. There's just yeah. no way that it, I imagine you're quite frustrated because what you're trying trying to do is is get all of your divine self in the present moment. And so when all that information comes in and you start to try to ground it, it's like the water's leaking out of your bucket. Oh, that's a great way to put it because that's what it feels like. Yeah. Okay, so that's how I saw it. The angels gave me little pictures and, and images. So, so um, that's why it's like you know you've learned all these techniques and all this stuff, but I'm 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 glad you. Act called because I know that you've called on other shows wanting to get in and uh, then like you said you forget to call the next week when we want to put you in the queue yeah, yeah. so but, so, but I'm, I'm very happy that you called Melanie because I, I think what you're describing and what you're going through is pretty common to a lot of people right now it's kind of like we can exist for a certain period of time with some of these pieces sort of broke off over here or over there but right now with all of this energy Coming in, I mean, thank you, God, you know, for all of this wonderful energy coming in. But it's very difficult to sort of move with that frequency if you, you know, it's like, it's kind of like when we're first on our spiritual path. We have a lot of wiggle room, right? We've got a lot of ways we can kind of skirt the real issue or whatever. But as we move a little further down the path, it's what my teach, my great teacher told me was, you know, we don't have any wiggle room. It's like an inverted triangle so i think what you're hitting is sort of that trying to tell you hey you know what something's kind of not broken but you know something's kind of not there that needs to be there and so um that's something i can definitely get get you some help for well bless your beautiful heart i tell you you watch people that you know when you've been conscious or whatever you want to call it for most of your life and then people are just like had a great awakening a year ago, and they're just gliding through, and you're fumbling around and stumbling and freaking out. It's like, oh, my God, what am I doing wrong? It's so easy for them, and I thought I would be in the easy path, and somehow it's because of this scatteredness. Bless your heart for understanding. Thank you so, so very much. Well, thank you for calling. Please email me. I will. And I will get that information to you, but I have to let you go because we're about to wrap up. Oh, my goodness. All right, my darling. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, that's all the time we have this evening. I've enjoyed my time, as always, with all of you. You've been listening to the Angel Connection Show with C.J. Martis. Be sure to tune in to next week's show about the angels and love as we approach Valentine's Day. So it's a great show to call in and ask about those relationships in your life. Until next week, my friends, remember to be angelic to yourselves so that you can become an angel to those in need. Take care, and I wish you many blessings for the coming week. Love Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Angel Connection, a weekly show about all things angelic with your host, international healer and author, C.J. Martins. Well, good evening, my angel friends. This is CJ Martis, and you're listening to The Angel Connection on Friday, May 18th. 
As always, I want to welcome you for this edition of my show entitled All About Angels. And, of course, I'm excited because you probably know this about me by now, that this is one of my favorite subjects. So we're going to explore different types of angels this evening. After our discussion of that topic, I'll open up the phones in the last 10 minutes. Remember that call-in number is one eight seven seven two nine six zero three four five. Due to the number of callers I get each week, I'm sorry if I can't get to everyone. Well, I hope you've all had a great week, or at least one that you've been able to navigate pretty well. And when I get to the angel message, we have a little bit of good news that maybe some of this chaotic stuff that's been going on might abate a little bit. So that's always that's always something to look forward to when things are a little upheaved. So, of course, I want to start with some prayer requests, and I did get an update. We've been praying for Dell and her family um, for a number of weeks, and I found out from her sister that uh, she's doing better and improving, a little more vibrant. So I want to continue to pray for her, and thanks to all of you who have been taking these requests to heart. Uh, I'd ask that you please offer prayers uh, still for Jill's daughter, and daily prayers to Margaret's daughter, Megan, who's been, as I said last week, been struggling with some self-esteem issues and depression. And I'd ask that you offer prayers for Dottie and her uncle this week and for Harris, a good friend of a good friend of mine who's really had a lengthy battle with cancer. So the inspiring story this week is a little longer than I usually spend on it, but you've got to hear the story, guys, because it, it moved me so much that, when I was trying to uh, preemptively before the show talk about it, I started getting choked up. And normally we're talking about adults, but this week's story is about a 10th grade high school student who witnessed an accident. And such a remarkable girl, uh, this, you know, she's driving home from visiting her sister, and right in front of her, there's a car in front of her, a white Silverado crosses a median and, and starts hitting her direction. And it bursts through the median's cable bar- barrier and crashed head-on with the car in front of her. Um, they hit so hard that basically they hit nose-to-nose that the cars actually flipped and rose into the air. Um, and this is a quote from the young girl. Her name is Al- Alyssa. She said, I grabbed my phone and ran to the car in front of me. The whole front of the car was flat to the passenger compartment. The windshield wiper reservoir jug was in the passenger seat. That's how badly the car was damaged. The windshield's driver's window and rear windshield were all broken out, and the rear axle was broken. And so she also reports that when she got to the car, uh, Miss McIntyre, who was in the accident, was bleeding from her nose and blinking very slowly. And so Allison says, somehow I knew that I had to keep her breathing and keep her conscious. So bystanders attempt to remove McIntyre from the car, and this little tenth grader intervenes and tells her no, tells him no, don't get her out because she just knew somehow that that could make her injuries worse or maybe even kill her. And she said in her interview that she had only taken one first aid class, uh, but had never used it. But she said, I believe I knew these things because God was with me. So what this 10th grader does is stays with uh, McIntyre as they waited for rescue personnel, and she literally crouched down beside the driver's window, just encouraging her, talking her through it, um, you know, keeping her calm and, and all of that. And then uh, Alyssa asks her, you know, is there somebody I can call? And she told her that basically, you know, you need to call my husband. 
and her husband's name is Steve. He serves as a pastor of a, of a local church. And this is what he says about the call that Alyssa makes. It was like an angel's voice when she called me. We knew that uh, my wife was in an accident somewhere, but didn't know what had happened because her young daughter was on the phone with the mom when she got in the accident. And and so um, so Alyssa stays there now. You know, <clears throat> my husband actually was in a really bad car accident, and for even adults can't handle a situation like that where where you're in this. You know, you're looking at traumatic things, um, and so. But Alyssa stays with her and stays with her, and it essentially saves her life. And it, does, but it doesn't stop there because even after McIntyre was life lighted, Alyssa drives to the hospital and stays there for two days. So she actually becomes like a third daughter to to Steve McIntyre. And um, you know the the poor gal in the accident had so so much you know forty nine broken bones. I mean it was just a terrible accident. Um, but this 10th grader, wow, you know, she really, really <laughs> went above and beyond here. And so what Steve McIntyre later says about his gratitude to this young girl, in my humble opinion, God sent an angel our way the night this happened, a young lady with strong faith and commitment. She renews my faith in today's youth. I thank God for her. And then, you know, so it's, it, it, I, I always share these these stories because it's so inspiring when people are just at the right moment, at the right time, doing, you know, the work of angels. And what really hit me or really struck me, and I'll, I'll close this to get to the angel message. Alyssa said this, I know I gave her comfort with my tranquility. I don't know how I wasn't afraid, but I wasn't. It was all I could do. It wasn't much, but it was something. Then Alyssa says, if the Silverado hadn't hit her, it would have hit me. And she says, I owe her my life. So it's such an inspiring story. I'll I'll post it on Facebook after. But just, you know, this is a 16-year-old girl. Um, Wow. Just kudos to to Alyssa for, for helping that family and eventually becoming part of the family. So as promised, here is the angel message for the week with some good news and some helpful advice as always. Dear ones, this week will happily mark the return of an energetic homeostasis after the previous couple of weeks of very extreme energies that you may have experienced during this period of necessary rebalancing. Things will become much more stable by midweek. The pace of this week may feel rapid, however, the even flow will make it much easier to stay in balance. Be sure not to overcommit yourself to too many things this week. Be realistic about what you do or do not have time for so that you won't become overwhelmed by doing. You may be receiving the intuitive message now to simplify your life. There are many ways you can simplify the even so complications that are part of your daily experience. It's truly time to clear the clutter from your life and let go of things that you don't really need anymore. This is especially true if you have a habit of clinging to old memories, both positive or negative, or tend to pack wrap the experiences of your life. 
Remember that past traumatic events in your life are just that. They're in the past. Since they are complete now and you cannot change them, why not release them now? Who is profoundly affected by lugging each unpleasant experience around? Only you. Serve yourself more than others this week and make a conscious choice to lighten your load. If you are weighted down by events, people, and other things in your life, you are unable to tap into your creative potential and your profound ability to manifest your dreams. Toss, burn, or delete the unnecessary stuff that maybe you've been fearful of letting go of. We know this is a challenge to do, but simply imagine that you have one small backpack for the next phase of your life, so you can only put a few essentials in it for your journey. What will it be? Trust your heart to guide you to what you most need and also to what you no longer need. It's a common tendency to overcomplicate life by filling it with so many different things that you find later you cannot see the forest through the trees. Keep it simple and learn to streamline your life. It's important for you to realize that an uncluttered life can help you to foster greater freedom of choice and take advantage of opportunities that you may not have noticed yet. If you follow our suggestions this week, you will find that you have increased energy to follow your dreams and create more joy and happiness for yourself and others. You are meant to thrive rather than simply survive. Just know we are celebrating you this upcoming week. We will be holding the intention for your dreams to become manifested and your hearts to become awakened to your divine nature. Until next time, dear ones, we are the Seraphim. So what's interesting is that they're really in sync this week, not only letting us know that this uh, rebalancing energy is going to calm down. Yay! Everybody be happy about that. But next week's topic is on spring cleaning for the soul. Thank you, Heather and Sarah, for suggesting that topic. So it looks like they're telling us to go clear out those closets or computers or whatever and, and just toss that stuff we don't need. So we'll be talking about that next week. But this week's topic, of course, is all about the angels. So I actually pulled together, we're going to talk about specific angels tonight, but we're also going to talk about some interesting facts, things maybe that I I didn't know. But I was real curious um, about some statistics about how many people believe. Obviously, I believe, and the people that listen to the show believe, but... They polled, uh, Harris poll, 73% of adults polled said they believed in the existence of angels. Women and younger people are more likely to believe than men. But in America, 8 out of 10 people believe. And to, and what's so interesting to me is that, you know, belief in angelic beings cro- crosses all ranges of demographics, you know, education, income, lifestyle. And very compelling is that angels exist as a spiritual being across every major religion in the world. So as I started to dig deeper about angels, I thought there were some very interesting facts about some famous people who attributed their success or guidance from the angels. So you may not not know these. In the Middle Ages, Joan of Arc, well, we've heard of her, a 16-year-old farm girl, led an army that defeated the English and saved the French throne. She said she was inspired by the voices of two archangels, Michael and Gabriel, to take up arms against the invaders. So we're going to talk about archangels, um, and that is one of their functions, is is to to be those warriors for good. Another interesting fact, a South Pole explorer, 
named Sir Ernest Shackleton reported that he and his party were always aware of one more, quote, who traveled with them along the treacherous ice until they reached safety. So they reported that an angel was with them. I didn't know this, but George Washington actually spoke often about communicating with his guardian angel and credited a success at Valley Forge, which is a famous battle, to an inspiring visit from a heavenly being. So it's very interesting, even our forefathers of the of you know the United States and Abraham Lincoln often called upon the healing powers and wisdom of angels too when he was dealing you know with war and and the devastation of you know the uh, abolishing slavery and so forth um two more of these Francis uh, Sidney Smythe tackled Mount Everest in the nineteen thirties said a friendly presence climbed by his side through his journey and made him feel safe in the midst of danger. At one point, this friendly presence seemed so real that Smythe divided his meager ration of chocolate to share it with his company. I'm sure the angel probably said thank you, but no thank you. He said, I could not feel lonely, neither could I come to any harm. It was always there to sustain me on my solitary climb. And this one I had absolutely never heard of. In 1985... A Russian space scientist defected and then told what happened to six cosmonauts that were aboard the Soyuz uh, 7 space station. He said, after orbiting the Earth for 155 days, a band of angels had miraculously appeared outside their spacecraft. So those that were in the in the uh, space station working on routine medical experiments they were suddenly blinded by a brilliant orange light from outside the orbiting laboratory. It took a few seconds for their eyes to adjust to the astonishing radiance, but then according to the, a secret report, well, I guess the Internet makes everything not be so secret anymore, they saw seven giant figures in the form of humans, but with wings and mist-like halos, as in the classic depiction of angels. They appeared to be hundreds of feet tall with a wingspan as great as a jetliner. Oh, that would be really freaky, wouldn't it, to be looking outside in space and all of a sudden there's some angels there. So, so you know, angels are have, are actively called upon, you know, through through all times and, and across all kinds of different nationalities and everything. So we're going to talk a little bit about different kinds of angels, as I promised here. In the 5th century AD, a Middle Eastern scholar named Dionysus um, came up with a hierarchy of angels. He studied references to angels in the scriptures and other non-biblical sources. And he concluded that there were nine classes or choirs of angels which were divided into what he called three spheres or what I would call a section. And even though there's some minor discrepancies between, you know, just different ones that you'll look at. They're all primarily the same. And I actually did check with my angels and said, okay, is this, this a good, is this a good one to use? They said, okay, it's it's pretty close. I was like, awesome. <laughs> so so there are nine classes or choirs of angels. Um, in the first group that we're going to talk about is seraphim, uh, little cherub, cherubim, and, and thrones. And uh, i got something funny to talk about with the little cherubs uh, <laughs> when we get to that. So that's in the first sphere. And what you can think about in these spheres is we're going to talk about them going from a very high frequency close to source, right, closest to source, and then sort of all the way down. So it's really not a hierarchy, the angels say. It's, it's more just a, a spectrum of a different energies and functions. So 
So, of course, my favorite, it, I guess I can say that, is the seraphim, which is the first topic, uh, first type of angel in that first group. Seraph actually means fire, so they're sometimes called the burning ones because they're closest to God and radiate pure light. And these are the angels who constantly sing God's praise and whose duty it is to regulate the heavens. Now, I can say that they do sing God's praise because they talk a lot about not only laughter but gratitude, so that's praising uh, for our blessings. So they do definitely like that, I can say. The seraphim are primarily concerned with vibrational manifestations which keep divinity in perfect order. They've been described as being the angels of love, light, and fire. They help to carry positive energy through the orders of the angels to us in the physical realms. So as above, so below. Supposedly they are so bright and powerful that to look at them, one would inst- it would instill one with pure fright. This is something that I got from a from a source, um, but I don't see them with my physical eyes so much in their form. So at least I'm not gonna you know get scared to scared to death or whatever by the by the seraphim that I work with. What what was interesting to me though, because we've had somebody who uh, had a, a channeled book from Archangel Michael. Joy Peterson was on the show. And what's interested is that they're best known, the seraphim, are they interact with Archangel Michael. And we'll talk about the archangels in just a little bit. So basically, the seraphim are the closest to the God vibration, and they work with consuming divine love and compassion. And that's what they're all about, and that's what the show is about, and the angel message. So next up, close to the seraphim are the cherubim. <clears throat> Excuse me. These were actually the angels that were sent to guard the gates of Eden. Originally, they were depicted as bearers of God's throne, sort of as charioteers and powerful beings with four wings and four faces. So they were actually a fierce angel, a guardian, a protector. What happened, though, in the in the Renaissance period, a lot of things were very stylized, and so they became these cute little chubby things, uh, little kids. Um, Chubby babies with wings, basically. So it's interesting because these are actually a very fierce type of of angel, but now they're just cute little babies with wings. And they're said to have the spirit of harmony and the wisdom of God. The next group are called thrones. They've been called the many-eyed ones. They have the duty of carrying out God's decisions, and they're actually often uh, represented as fiery wheels or that kind of symbol and they're considered to be the spirits of will and justice so I don't know a lot about the thrones we don't hear about them as often so the next sphere of angels are the dominions the virtues and the powers so the dominions are a type of angel okay there's lots of kinds of angels who have different different um different roles, excuse me. Their job is to regulate the duties of other angels and ensure that God's wishes are carried out, known as also as the spirits of wisdom and intuition. The virtues are the angels of grace who bring God's blessing to earth, usually in the form of miracles. So virtue angels are actually those that are much are associated with things that we consider to be miraculous events known as the brilliant or shining ones. And they can also bring uh, courage and inspire people to heroism. So maybe they were with Alyssa, right? Because she was such a hero in that 
inspiring story that I talked about. And so the <clears throat> the final one in the second sphere, the type of angels called they're called powers. Their job basically is to prevent fallen angels from taking over the world and keeping the universe in balance. And they can also um, in the past have been seen as angels of birth and death. Well, I've never spoke to a powers angel, but I'm really glad that they keep the universe in balance. That sounds like a very helpful thing, um, you know, for uh, this particular type of angel. And the final spirit um, are the principalities. These are considered to be the guardian angels of cities, nations, rulers. Uh, they also have the um, task of, you know, keeping the universe in balance, keeping, you know, dark energies from um, invading the world. And so I'm sure they're quite busy most of the time. The last two that I want to talk about um, are the archangels, first of all, and, and the angels, because they are the closest in, in what they do to the vibration of, you know, our planet and Earth. But archangels, you know, are probably the best known of all angels. They carry God's most important messages to humans. They command God's armies of angels in constant battle with the darkness. And as I mentioned before, you know, Archangel Michael, very connected to the seraphim that I work with. And so, um, you know, we had uh, another gal, uh, Sunny Don Johnson, that has a book called Invoking the Archangels, which talks about actually working with the individual archangels, and we don't have enough time to get into those. And then you just have the class of angels that are the celestial beings most close to humans. They're the ones that act as the intermediaries between uh, God and humanity. This is where guardian angels fall in. Some of the people we've had on the show who have uh, experiences with angels who appear in just in time. And so, you know, I think the guardian angels are actually the unsung heroes, you know, because I think we take them for granted maybe a little bit because everybody has one, right? So, you know, so those are those are sort of the nine orders of of angels, and I think it's just fascinating um, their story and and how they work. But they all very dutifully attend to whatever their particular energy is in charge of. And so this show is all about, you know, connecting with your angels, communicating with angels. So these are some suggestions I have for communicating with your angels. If you want to hear from your angels, I think the first step is to sort of get out of the rat race, you know, slow down, relax, and be receptive to what I call that small, still voice inside of us. So if you're all distracted, you know, angels probably aren't going to get through very easy. The next step, I think, is simply to believe that old saying, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, it really should be, when I believe it, I will see it. <laughs> so communication with angels really starts by accepting the idea that they do exist. They're always around us. And if you go quiet and go within yourself, all you have to do is ask, call on them, and sit back and wait. And and they will come. And I think it's about having trust and faith that they are there. So here's... Uh, the last part of what I wanted to share about the angels, since uh, this show goes by way too quick and I've got some callers here. You know, everyone experiences angels differently, but here's a few ways that I think, you know, I can share that people may describe as an angel visitation. So you can watch for these, and sometimes you can even just ask them, you know, show me, because they can com 
a lot of times communicate through nature, whether, you know, a butterfly. Sometimes angels will use things in nature. This is one that's very common, seeing sparkles or flashes of light in your periphery. Um, so if you little sparkles, you know, and you kind of dismiss it, uh, they can be colored or just little flashes of light. That's a very common way that you may experience angels. Um, you may feel calm and a peaceful serenity descending over you even when you don't see your angel. So just that feeling, allowing that calm. Um, feeling like you're receiving a message along the lines of fear not, don't worry, things are working out perfectly, you're going to like this, and wait. And never once will you hear an angel trumpeting bad news. So they are the positivity um, uh, police, huh? And so, and and then some people, and I got this from Doreen Virtue because I've heard this as well, you know, most people, a lot of people who see a full-blown angel say they're very tall, large, uh, bright light, you know, they don't usually have a face that you can see, uh, not really gender-specific either, but they're incredibly big and incredibly tall, so. Well, so that, those are the angels, because this show's all about angels, of course. And I want to go ahead and at least get to my very, uh, very patient caller here. Um, welcome to the Angel Connection. Is it Ivatar? Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Thank. I, I bet I was, uh, there's a little bit of a delay in there. What can I do for you this this evening? Um, I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the information that you shared, and I just wanted to know if there was any uh, information coming from my angels that are around me. Well, you have. You actually have. I see three angels around you. One is your guardian angel, which we were talking about, which kind of comes in at birth. Um, you have two other angels. One is an angel that really works with helping you um, be more confident and have strength. You know, inner strength. So she's always giving you that kind of, uh, of support because I feel like you're very strong for other people mm-hmm. in your life. Um, and very caring, and so she she really helps you to have that additional energy, I think, that you need for all the things that are kind of going on in your life. Um, The other angel, and she's really coming through even stronger, and her name is like Anael, Anael, uh, A-N-N-A-E-L, is what it's coming through to me as. She is one that you can definitely communicate with. She's the one that really helps you with your own, you know, your inner guidance, your inner intuition. Mm. And so you could definitely uh, open up communication with her. But you have a beautiful energy. I'm I'm really glad that you called and you were patient (laughs) to get on the show, too. So that's nice to know her name. So do you know the other two's name? Sometimes they communicate names to me, dear, and other times they don't. Um, Sometimes that's just because... You know that they don't really require a name, but I think in her case, because she really wants to be able to to have more communication with you, that she identified herself that way. Oh, that's wonderful! So just keep me posted and let me know how <laughs> let me know how it goes, because you okay, you are very intuitive. An, so that's with an A. You say Anil. A N N A E L. Okay. 
Okay. Thank you so Thank much you for so calling, much. dear. Okay, you're welcome. You have a good evening. Oh, you too. And thank you for listening to the show. Well, this this show, you guys, you know, it goes by so quickly. And I know a lot of you keep going, make it an hour, make it an hour. But, you know, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but that's all the time we have for this evening. I always enjoy spending time with each of you every week. Um, all of you are like my family. And so I just send you compassion to navigate this upcoming week. Be sure to tune in next week to our show on Spring Cleaning for the Soul. Don't forget you can submit questions on my website that I can answer on air on future shows by going to cjmartis.com or you can submit prayer requests to me via email. Until then, my friends, until next week, remember to be angelic to yourselves so that you become an angel to others. Take care, and I hope you have a wonderful week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.